Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. It's going bye-bye. Matrix yeah. references, yay. I haven't seen that movie in 13 years. Well, you're fucking square. Alrighty, rolling in here to episode 4 of the Game Chatter Podcast, guys. So much to freaking cover. So Gamescom 2020 was over the weekend here, uh, and I think we'll even part of some of the other days. God, it's so much and busy. So this episode is going to cover uh, a nasty proportion of that that we can serve to you uh, at our at our speed and quality. Let's do some housekeeping here, touch up, cover over the weekends real quick. Anything exemplary happen or cover over the weekends? Um, Dakota, anything exciting or worth noting of being played uh of like what i played or what's been going on yeah no what'd, what'd you do over the week okay yeah let's see uh worked a whole bunch but when i had time i did try out the new uh i'd also have games pass on xbox so i played carrion which is a really cool platformer uh, super uh super grotesque you just play this biomass yes. you start eating stuff really fun it's good to play as the bad guy mix it up a little bit yeah, did you watch the just, Markiplier uh, video? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. You know I did. I'm I did a, not. I fan. <laughs> I played that before he got the stuff because I I you know get quick shit that happens on the the game pass. But uh, I played uh carry on. It's kind of a neat idea. I got to a point where I kind of got stuck and I just wanted that game to be fun and fast and just like tearing shit up like as I go through levels and kill people. And I got stuck at a part and there's some guys that were really hard and I got upset so I don't play it anymore. How about you, Brandon? How was your weekend? You know, it was pretty good. Um, the new Madden came out. I didn't buy it because it's the same game for the last 10 years. But if you have EA Access, you can play like 10 hours for free. So that's what I did that. Play the Tony Hawk's demo. Looks sweet. Oh, yeah. That comes out this week. I'm pretty excited. But then I strolled into Stormwind. I'm wow. Got on top of my giant 5 million gold Brutosaur. Looking down at all the peasants and just spitting on them. It was a beautiful weekend. Oh, no. It's a good time when uh, Texas Crazy Horse is riding high and mighty on a dinosaur. On one rested cord. On a rested cord? Worm rested in a cord. It's my server name. Oh, it's, oh, gotcha. What is your guy's name on that one? Is it Crazy Horse reference? Oh, yeah. It's Texas Crazy Horse. TK, oh, a, a TX. TX horse. TX horse. I think we should cover that. We can do that real quick. This is inter- This has crossed my mind before. What? Everyone has their gamer names that they use for stuff. Starting it like RuneScape. Before we get into this hot and heavy Gamescom compilation of just nasty love, let's cover real quick. This is fun. Your your gamer starting names. Because I'll, I'll go first. So RuneScape started me off. I went by Jijar for a while. On game things, it was just J I J A R, is zero zero, uh, and uh, that was my first name for a while. And I tried to go by um, uh, Snoopy or Knuckles on on games I'd play, which was cool for uh, Knuckles like Sonic reference. And then I think my what I go by now Render. I, I put Render on like a lot of stuff. Usually it's Tank Render because it was called, like frankly the Tankly or something like that. But 
everything now pretty much is settled in with like a render phrase. It's either render tank or tank render or just render if I can get it on certain things. Um, and that's because there was an old game company called Renderware. I'm sure they're still out but or something. But I saw that and that's it. Dakota? What names do you use? Because you go by like Grizzly stuff now, but what was your first? Uh, yeah, so name? my oh man, my first one is when I guess it was the biggest deal when I started playing Halo Two with you guys, and I needed to make a profile. What was it gonna be? What was it gonna be? And, Player uh, number one. My corny, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> I think it was it was Darkstar, was my little name tag for a while. So you know, it's whatever, kind of cool. corny, whatever. Darkstar is cool, and then yeah, was, uh, when I got into League. Uh, it was Mad Dog. I had Mad Dog for a oh, long you time. Did. Used Mad Dog for a lot of stuff. Uh, and here recently, it's been um, Alpha Grizzly has been what I've been using for probably the past few years. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was like trying to think of a new name. I had a whole bunch of Magic: The Gathering playing cards on my <laughs> desk. I just sorted them around, picked up two cards, and it was yeah. I found two cards, put them together. Alpha Grizzly. I liked it. Oh, I thought just because you like you get like Coda Bear because of the beard and stuff. So it, like that, that also had an influence into it. The card okay. held. So you lied. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, Brandon, how about you? So I was actually going to bring that up too. Halo 2 was herpes. Uh, so it'd be, <laughs> you got killed by herpes. Throw back to episode one. Um, Very good. Uh, after that. It's, yeah, it was. Never mind. I'm sorry. After that, it was uh, Texas Cool Kid. Because I heard someone say it once. I was like, oh, that was cool. I was like 12. <laughs> then uh, there was a fighter named uh, Texas Crazy Horse. Um, and oh, that's right. That. Uh, sh- What's it? Sh- Sharonin. Not even close. Shino- Shin- Cowboy Sharonin. Oh, nope. bad. It was Heath <laughs> Hearing. Okay. You're thinking well, of Cowboy Sharoni? You're way off. That's it. Okay. Well, nice to know. I think that's a cool touch. All right, guys, so let's dig into this uh, games, common depth stuff. Pretty much what we decided to do for this episode. We're just going to have fun and cover what we wanted to uh, what we wanted to go over. So all the trailers and little stuff that we watched and snippets and bits, we're just going to pour all that out. And we have picks rounded up our top five picks to me. I just found stuff that I thought was uh, most innovative or I thought was the coolest looking or looked the funnest to me and my preferences. I also have a little list of um, a couple things from from Gamescom. And some other things they, they awarded are not even like out yet to play. So And some things just said by the trailer. But anyway, that's confusing. So everybody uh, got their top five picked out. Correct. Did everyone do their homework? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to be just that like one guy. Just like in, but yes, in school and and finish it in like minutes before we started this. I pro- procrastinated <laughs> a little bit. There's a lot. There's so much. There was so much. I tried like uh, I wanted to dig into this. I was like I'll watch more about this. I'm going to read up on this. And there's too much. There's so much to, uh, it yeah. Anyway, okay. Should we just start with our 5 and see where that leads us down? Or yeah, start with well, number 5. Right. So we'll all go through 5 and go work our way up to number 1. Okay. Not everybody goes. stand up at once. We can't see you, Dakota. That's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> so you lost. I didn't see. All right. That's it. Starting off, uh, so my number five pick is a little indie game called Dark Devotion. 
I kind of went all over the board on certain things to try to get away, get away from some of the big things that we're talking about to really, you know, dive into it and see what I liked. Um, this game called Dark Devotion. Um, I'll tell you about it when I pull up these and look at them. Because I write on paper. Y'all got y'all's all on there on, on the Discord, which is a really good idea. Because my handwriting, uh, if you don't know, is mm, god-awful. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the calligraphy. It is like, there's like Inca people looking at this like, it was fucking bad. <laughs> and I say Inca because that references a game I'll talk about later. But, <laughs> okay. So my number five was Dark Devotion. Um, It's like a gnarly kind of dark game, but it's graphics are like light, like pixely. So I'll be not smart and say like 16-bit kind of style looking. So it looks like Metroid or like Castlevania, but it looks like the difficulty of like Bloodborne. So it's really, again, really dark. You're in like a, I guess like a huge chapel with like catacombs and all kind of stuff, and it's huge. Um, but kind of a platform side scroll. Again, looks, it's just dark. Um, there's so much detail in it. There's lots of bosses. I think there's like around 30 bosses in different, like different connections and routes you can go. So at first when I started looking into this, I just think when I see those kind of games, like this is just easy for a developer to make. Um, the art is okay. But as I watched more of it, like with the boss battles and stuff and some of the fighting techniques, if you choose an axe or a sword or like a bow, it does it does get really deep with those skills and that those aspects. And then there's like minor skills and stuff you can upgrade and tell. Uh, I think there's kind of like a teleport function, like in the old uh, old Doom. If you got down to a certain level and you got to that that portal, you could go back to the town and come back. So there's like a main spot in this like cathedral that you can get quests and just fight direct bosses like so it actually looks pretty intense um and enough to to keep you like captivated for this did any, did any of y'all see anything on this game you know it looks a lot like diablo and uh dead cells like mixed together Have you ever played dead cells i do i, I do know what you're talking about with dead cells yeah uh it looks really okay. cool I, yeah like i said diablo's theme but dead cell kind of art style Okay, okay. Hmm. Did you see this, Dakota, at all? Uh, no, I, didn't, I did not see it. No, and that, that's kind of what is recall. exciting about this, too, because uh, for our listeners here, they probably touched and went. I tried to listen to it as I went to work and stuff, and you'd only catch certain bits. So here's the game chatter bits. Uh, that's my number five pick, Dark Devotion. Uh, it, it just looks enough going on for that kind of side-scroller old-school game that it might be cool and simple just to pick and play. All right, next. Dakota, because we can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my number five is going to be a platformer called Struggling. If you saw the trailer for it, you're probably feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's weird. Uh, it's kind of grotesque, but hilarious at the same time. Uh, it's from uh, Frontier Foundry and Chasing Rat Games. Very good. And it looked so. It did look unco- uncomfortable. Is probably the best word I can put for this game. Uh, uh, but <laughs> you're like a face with hands, with like arms, and you have to like <laughs> solve puzzles on a platformer. And the co it's a co-op experience, which I care about, in that you're just you're both ahead, but with one arm. So you have to like throw each other and help each other out through levels and stuff. And it sounds like it looks like a fun platformer. I would enjoy something easy. I like solving puzzles with friends. I would definitely get into it. I enjoyed that one. So the... That, uh, go ahead. That was the one game I saw, and I was like, I'm 
totally out on this. It looks awful. <laughs> it reminded me of Carry On from like the nastiness. I literally, the notes I have down for this, I have Struggling by Chasing Grass and and then uh, uh, Frontier Foundry. Is that right, Dakota? Yeah. Because I can't read my own handwriting. And then I put in like big parentheses, nasty looking puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, but it the, is. <laughs> the two player you said, is it so it's two people playing on one, that one body? Like each right, person so has an play, arm? It looked like, it looked like. If you're playing alone, you're the, you're like this big mush of faces with just two arms. But if you're co-op, you're like one face with one arm. And the other person's one face with one arm. And you have to like work oh. together to do stuff. <laughs> the, the trailer was hilarious. Anytime it showed the player, they were just like... <laughs> it was, I thought it was really funny. Nice. All right. And then there was one. For the five pick. Oh, so I'm, I'm about to be that guy. The guy we all hate. My number five is Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, and oh. and Lego Star Wars. They were both... I couldn't pick one. It was hard. Um, they both look good. Uh, Call of Duty is going to be really interesting because it's going to be the, a direct sequel from the original Black Ops. But you're going to be able to make your own main character. They said multiple endings. They're finally going back to a good story, which I'm interested in. Like I said, I don't play the multiplayer. Uh, Call of Duty's used to have really cool stories, and I'm really interested to see them go back. Cause I think the last few games didn't even have a story mode. And the Lego Star Wars, it's going to be all the Star Wars put together. Um... It's like it's just Legos. I mean, you get what you get with Legos. Yeah, right. It, it is, looks cool uh, though. Yeah, the Star Wars one's supposed to come out like spring, uh, you know, so quite a few months away. But it's Legos. It's two huge followings. It's, uh, it's got Star Wars. It's got Legos. You know, if you like it, you can like it, and so can your kids. So it's a good game that I can play with my son, that because it's couch multiplayer. We can just go through it, have a good time, and blow a few hours. Yeah. It's fun. It's, uh, again, it, it, everyone has, like, played a Lego game probably by now. And that's just it. It's funny. It, it's fun. It's simple to play. And it's Star Wars. So they're covering, yeah, the saga, or Skywalker saga. And then I did look into, of course, huge news with Call of Duty, Cold War. Because um, Call of Duty is huge. And it is, because it's fun as well. It's like the F- FPS for a while uh, of certain things. But... I did see that it was following an actual storyline again with those people. Uh, I want to say Woods and someone else. Maybe. I can't remember their names. But in the, in the detail on it and the graphics stuff look really good also. But I, I didn't dig any more into that too much for, for the Call of Duty stuff. Uh, but it did look nice. I saw that on the radar of many things. It's fun. It's funny. The one guy who doesn't play multiplayer picked the multiplayer game. At number oh, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, cool. Um, uh, before we move on to, well, if we, when we move on to number four, I would like to go first. Okay, Ooh. moving on to number four. <laughs> right. Uh, well, my number four would uh is going to be Lego Star Wars. We I, we already okay. kind of talked about it. it. Was you know, Brand's number five. It's my number four because uh, if you've ever played any of the Lego Star Wars games, they are really fun. Uh, like all kit kitty look aside, they're they're pretty funny. The humor's there. And watching this trailer, it was one of the more serious ones. It seemed the comedy was still there, but 
the, I think I'm just such a Star Wars nerd. I feel like the music really got me, <laughs> and it seemed really fun. Uh, it was something I would like if I had kids. Definitely, they would be on the Lego Star Wars. Anything Lego is pretty fun. It also it's gonna be interesting because it's supposed to be the whole saga. This might be a very very long game. I did say it was a whole saga. It's like the the right was the title the full title like uh, the saga of Skywalker or something. It's Skywalker saga. So is that is that all right. or just what it's he's all in, the movies? Just what... It it's all the movies because uh, I guess the whole Star Wars saga is all the movies put together. Hmm. Man, yeah. It might be if, a big game. If you watch the trailer, you see him go fight Darth Vader. Spoiler. Then he, um... <laughs> Who's that? Uh, yeah, I actually see him as a kid. Then you see him, the Darth Vader part. Then you see the newer ones. I'm so excited for it. It even looked like it showed some space battles. Which, I don't know how they're going to do that, but that sounds amazing, too. Yeah. Um, uh, touch it. Well, uh, we'll just get through these first, and I have so many other little things I want to... Sp- freaking spring off into uh okay we'll go backwards then brandon what's your fourth all right number four it is not a tie i'm sorry i had to be that guy earlier this is mafia uh mafia it's a remake of the original mafia it's a complete remake they redid everything they used the engine for mafia 3 yes um i never played mafia 1 love number two Number three was okay. The story was good. I'm so excited about this. I love GTA. I love these open world mafia games. I like Scarface. Give me more of the, these games. I'm. This is a uh, day one buy for me. I'm super excited. I uh I agree with that. You know what? And you you said Scarface. Remember when you got that? And I I didn't care for it too much, but you played it and like you made me want to play it because it was really. It seemed really cool, and then also, uh, maybe it was Mafia that I played that was kind of that same kind of a uh, time, time frame style of stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it was the first one it was really cool. I do like that kind of time period of things. There's something just simple about it and nice, and that's the same, I guess, with the L.A. Noir uh, game timeline. Is that right, Dakota? Do you know did you play the game? Right. Yes. It's a okay. Yes. That's a great game. Too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, I saw that. I looked into that. Let me see if I have any special notes. Uh, no. <laughs> Mafia Definitive Edition, uh, just made by Hangar 13. No, but it looked really cool, all, all that. Again, I had immediate feels of like, yeah, I like that that essence of that kind of style. Gangster Mafia, easy gut, like, I don't know. There's something fun about that, and it's not done too much. Um, my fourth pick, did I pick? I, for my fourth pick, I picked Medal of Honor. Because it looked pretty awesome, and, and mostly for the the VR. Now I'm not huge into to FPS stuff, but I liked Medal of Honor on like the old the old ones. Um, but that it was it could be, and I, I could be saying this wrong. Is it only VR, or can you do it fully VR? Did y'all catch that? It sounded I, I, like it was only VR, but I hope it's that's not. what I thought. And, that, and right. that's what I thought, but. You should probably definitely play it on VR. It seems like that's what it was made for. But I'm sure you can play it without. I mean, I, I, I would hope so. But it, it does seem like a really cool adventure experience for, especially in that era, and be able to like kind of live it through VR. It sounds really fun. Yeah, I, re- I've I remember seen... playing the original. 
Yeah, a lot of of shooting, uh, you know, FPS VR stuff has has come pretty far, um, a long way as far as like totally changing out the magazine in your gun and racking it back and stuff, and you know, pointing and shooting and stuff. So, uh, I haven't touched a, a VR set or Oculus or anything, but um, just from what I've seen and looked up a little bit, that looks super sweet. Uh, but that is my my fourth pick because of the great. Uh, implementation and moving up with the times and everything and Metal of Honor hasn't like come out hot in a while so they're like that's just first or last baby we'll make this VR game Medal of Honor was our Call of Duty when we were growing up that was our war games um, no one's done D-Day as good as they have I hope it's not only I hope, if it's VR I'm fine with it but it needs to come out to the Playstation because I got the Playstation VR um, they did say they brought back some of the old story guys, so they're gonna. It's supposed to be a really, really emotional, heavy story. I can't really. Wait. Awesome. Yeah, in the old one, I remember playing on the PlayStation. You could like shoot off their helmet. Like if you shot them in the helmet, it like would do its job as a helmet and stop a bullet because you're using like an M1 Grand, and then it would pop the helmet off. Or you could like shoot them in the leg and they'd fall down and like drag that leg. Like that was so cool. When I was like young, right. like, at, oh its, my God. at its time, that was pretty impressive. It was pretty yeah. cool. Actual like limb damage association to like the the characters or, or the AI and stuff. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, all right, heading into the third spot. Uh, I don't know if I want to say mine yet. Am I saying it? I will. Okay. So for my third pick, out of goings all the goings on at the Gamescom, I saw a little tease about this game. And it was enough to intrigue me, so I looked into it a little more. To me, this game is perfect for what I've been talking about, for what I look into. Um, it, it It's a simple idea, but it can be so much more quick to play. Um, the game is called 12 Minutes, and it is like a puzzle game. And it's you, it, what it is, is it's the same 12 minutes to play this scenario a guy is coming to kill your wife pretty much because he thinks that she killed her, her dad or something like that. And the way you get through it is by playing it over and over and figuring out what, what to change and what to do and to save her life or to take your own life. Like it looks awesome. Like what a cool, again, it takes 12 minutes to get through it and it can be so deep within that. I think that's, I don't know, to me, super cool. Did y'all see this game? Yes, I did. Uh, I saw it. I saw, I think I caught the end of it when I was watching, uh, watching it live. Uh, I think that's a really great idea. I any game that can do puzzles well, totally, totally awesome. I love it, and it's because yeah, it, you do relive the same scenario over and over again because you have to find the most optimal way to. Because like once you play, you learn more, and then you learn more. Like, oh, this is how yeah. I, this is how you get this door open fast, and then oh, and then you learn more, and then like eventually, I guess you beat it by saving your wife. And would you call that like a roguelite? light? experience to where like the game is quote-unquote over but you have to like you you keep going right you keep losing but you have to keep doing better i would mm. think it'd, it'd be like in a roguelike category yeah what do you think that... brandon um i guess you can put that i guess roguelike is starting over but i guess to be a rogue you got to keep your progress so i don't know how it works i'm not gonna lie i saw this game uh, I was like, I don't know what it's about. I don't know. I don't understand it. They did say they have William Defoe, so I'm like, well, I'm down. Oh yes, 
Yeah, so, the narrator they had on that was awesome. Uh, if so, that's the guy I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. yeah, the guy from Spider Man, he played uh, yes, a uh, goblin. Whatever. The, yeah. So I was oh yes. well, I, I'll, I'll at least try it. I still don't know. I don't understand what it's about, but I they, 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 these guys have been working on this game. I think for like seven years now. It's, so it's I would uh, think the guy's name is good. ready. Knowledge drop. A little bit of homework here. Luis Antonio. Uh, had big hands in placement of this development of 12-minute game. And that's all I have. But yes, uh, the William DeVoe guy, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, oh shit, that's the, the Goblin guy. And then my next thought was uh, Boondock Saints. Is that the right guy? Right? Same dude? And uh, so there is a... If there's any metalheads out there, there's a band called, I, I think it's Ice Nine Kills that has this song. But one of their songs starts off with his like quote from that when he's like looking in the church... After the guy like shot up, and he's like exaggerating what happened, and he was like, "This was a fucking war," or whatever he says. Like it was a firefight, and the song starts with like gnarly guitar and drums and stuff. It's super cool. Anyway, uh, yes. So that was uh, my my number three pick at twelve minutes. Brandon, what'd you have? So my number three is a little game called Little Nightmares Two. Number three. Yeah, that's. Say your piece on that. It looks so good. Now, I know it's not number one, but this is, uh, it looks amazing. Scary, co-op, the teacher looks frightening. It looks, it's, what is it called? A 2D scroller? Yeah. Um, I can't wait to play this. It, it looked absolutely scary. And for a video game to look scary and be a 2D, it's, I can't even explain how, uh, it looks like a little bit of like a Limbo is the other game, kind of like it. Yeah, that's why I felt some Limbo or Dark, the D-A-R-Q game, um, kind of vibes from it, like on, on that, yeah. I do like the act, uh, the fact that it's going to be multiplayer, looks like. And, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, it looks like there's two people jumping, so I don't, I would think it's multiplayer. <laughs> it looks I'm amazing. Not going to- I'm not going to touch too much because it's one of my picks, and I, I'm maybe for Dakota too. It is also one of my picks. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Well then. Now, Anything I, else? I'll leave the rest. No, I just think it looks good. It's going to be scary. Any scary game, I'm already down for. And uh, I normally You're don't big. play 2D scrollers, <laughs> so for him to make me like it, it's going to be good. I agree. All right, Dakota, your number three pick. Right now. Yes. My number three pick's gonna be Outsiders. Uh, enjoyed what I saw from this game. Um, looks really good. It's from uh, Square Enix and People Can Fly. And if you, I, if you know People Can Fly, they have like a kind of recognizable logo. Uh, they made Bulletstorm and Gears of War Judgment. And Bulletstorm mm. had a bad rep. Judgment had a bad rep. People said that it could have just been a DLC. But uh, I really like the score systems that 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 company has made and that made in those games so hopefully this game has some kind of cool score system but it looks like a, a mix between people are saying it looks like a mix between like mass effect and diablo you know cool. so uh it looks great yeah the gameplay was really cool we have like abilities uh it's like a i think it's like a three-person team kind of thing that you can go on this adventure and play with each other uh i i enjoyed it I would be great to get two two friends together and, and kick some alien butt or whatever they were fighting. Loved the way it looked. Uh, what, um, I'm not sure what engine they were using, but what it really is, nice. is it a uh, 
um, sorry, uh, over the shoulder? Is it like a side scroller over the top or? Okay, okay. Yeah, in my notes, I put it, I put, it looks like Destiny and Borderlands together. Yeah, okay. okay. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Is that like the best way to, I, I have the same, I have the same stuff on mine. I have this game that it does, and there's always like a, this game and this game had a baby, and they made this. So like, Because right. listeners, that's what I feel. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I connect that, so. Gotcha. It makes it more uh, relatable. You can relate it to things that you've seen before. Uh, yes, this is true. Um, speaking of things we've seen before, just to tear off for a second, because I have this, and I don't want to forget about it. Brandon, you may understand and pick up what I'm laying down. Dakota, you shouldn't, probably. So, you know, like, this is when you're becoming an adult or like a dad, when you notice yourself getting excited about ridiculous crap. Or not ridiculous, just stuff that is... <laughs> is lame to the normal eye until you're adulting and you're like, man, I could use that bad boy. So I work at like a hardware kind of store and uh, I was going through an aisle to get something or whatnot. And there was like, it's like the water hose aisle. And I was like, man, these are some nice water hoses. Like these look really good. I bet. Cause I have some that are like messed up right now. And I was like, that's a good looking water hose. I bet I could like, it's like 30 bucks. And I last a long time. That was pretty good. And my immediate thought was like, wow, way to go, man. This is a pretty cool water hose. Loser. But I was like, no, it's a cool thing. So am I right, Brandon? Have you like noticed yourself like catching on to like things like that or uh, uh, I don't know, water hose, dad stuff, right? I, I bought an extension cord a couple weeks ago and I was so excited. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I, I can I can relate a little bit. Uh, we, uh, the household, the gang, we got a Ninja Blender and man, <laughs> that thing is great. Oh my gosh, it's probably like the best appliance we have. We are making smoothies left and right. It's pretty great. <laughs> so, I mean, appliance-wise, I'm starting to feel it. Oh, liquid dye. And, okay, while we're on a little tear, before this is good. So before we get to our, our top two spots, number two coming up shortly, and then number one right after, it's going to be hot and heavy, folks. So, ah, oh, and the crowd goes wild. Ladies, keep your shirts on. Oh, oh God, goodness. So, um, Bellas, too. <laughs> you too, buddies. It's getting cold. Send that Doug Trio picture out again. Uh, um, <laughs> I wanted to cover this last. Okay, two things I need to do a little do a little catch up on for the third episode. First, I'll apologize for the little bit of a mess I made for the last uh, quiz. We do have a quiz at the end of this one always, but I kind of made it confusing or more difficult than it needed. My heart was there. It was a good idea as far as the exclusives because I didn't really count in PC for stuff and it made it certain like some were like also Xbox and PlayStation but not Nintendo but that's what I counted as all anyway. Don't worry guys. It, it, this this one's solid and simple. Second, I meant to mention the uh, this goes off into two tears. Uh, the Netflix um, high score mini documentary. Have y'all seen that yet? I have no. not. No. Well, let me enlighten you. Um, so the Netflix just released like a couple weeks ago, or like maybe just at two weeks, a little docu-series uh, called High Score. And it kind of goes over the history of some stuff and like old games and how they developed and where they came from and all that. I thought it was going to cover, I thought it was going to be epi- like six episodes from like beginning to where we are now, but it's not. There's like one episode covering like fighting kind of games, one about role-playing games, one about just like Atari and how it grew up and stuff. So it's neat. But I also have a question to ask because I think I may have been messing up the whole 
my whole life calling it this um because they're talking about uh when you could do multiplayer on computers and it first started with like doom so i'll ask you who made doom and y'all should know i just want to see how you say it hear how you say it uh isn't it id correct right brandon yeah yeah i always call it id Okay, thank you. And that's what I thought. As soon as they started talking about this, the narrator guy on the show goes, thanks to id, uh, the id development team, they came out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this dumb motherfucker. Like, it's not id. And then I said it to somebody, and he's like, oh, yeah, the id company? Like, this was yesterday at work. And I was Wait. like, no, no, id. Because it's, it's just id Have dot. Have we been lied to our whole lives? I don't know, because it's just id dot. It's not i dot d dot, because that would be id. But I don't know because I swear for I've something, heard right. So oh crap, I don't know if it does, then it would be ID. Yeah, so if it, if it stands I've, for something, I've always I mean, called it ID. I've it's ID heard... software. Yeah, it's just ID. I've never not heard id. someone call it ID or id. Well, I would just think someone from Netflix would catch that and not post it to the world. Them calling it id. <laughs> huh? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, and then off of that, uh. Some may know, I only learned about this the other day, that Netflix is also getting the Resident Evil series coming out. So that'll be cool, like they did Castlevania and everything. Now, if you follow our Facebook, you would know about that about a week ago. <laughs> True well, that. I don't True have that. a Stay Facebook. Oh, my but, God. Okay, I think I'm off my little, uh, my little tears and random housekeeping stuff. Guys, are we up to number two now, right? Yes, sir. We're down to the final two. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, and the loins are heavy. All right. Oh, the loins. Brandon, start. How's thy loins on number two? Now, this might be a shock. You'll be shocked because this isn't my number one. My number two is Wild Shadowlands. Oh, I know you're number one then. What? Are you sick? Now, let me tell you why, because I've already knew, I went to BlizzCon last year, so I already knew it was coming out. The only thing it gave me was a date. That's all it gave me. I already knew everything else. The short uh, Afterlife uh, and, uh, the video was amazing with Uther and Arthas. But besides that, I already knew everything. It was amazing. I, out of all the games there, all the games on my list... I will play that more than any of them combined. Uh, it's wow. So you're either lo- you're all- you're either all in or you're all out. So I really don't have to tell anyone because the people that want to know about Shadowlands, they're playing it. Right. Is it? Our- I thought it came out October twenty seventh. Well, they're paying the uh, the BFA now. Oh, gotcha. A gotcha. lot of people are in beta. If you uh, you can also get the pre patch. To get the pre-patch stuff working on. Okay. Speaking of WoW, Dakota, spill your guts. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, I've I've only recently kind of started getting back into WoW. I uh, just wanted to mention it to Brandon because you know he's like the WoW dude of the group. I was trying to back in with something about 100 XP going on right now. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's see if I can get back into it because I do enjoy it. I really do. It's just a, it's just having a whole nother game that's like that, and then I, it's just a little more time consuming that I can afford right now. But I'm I was willing to give it another try. <laughs> but as for my number two spot, 
It's gonna my number two spot's gonna be Little Nightmares, two. I don't know if y'all have played. I don't know if y'all played the first one. I did not. Uh, the first one was oh, it was great. I saw and trailers of the first one because I was looking at number two and I saw the first trailers. I was like, oh my god, I remember that game. Why did I never play that game? And I was instantly like, I suck. But okay, continue. Yes. Anyone, anyone who has played it, if you can kind of, if you can kind of be on the same page with me, and you can agree with me, it kind of had, it kind of reminded me of Spirited Away. It, it did. It really did. Uh, okay. I, I loved it. It was scary. Is like what Brandon was saying. This new one was is going to be scary. The last one was scary. I have complete faith that this is going to be thrilling. And the fact that it's co-op, you know, I, you know, talking about struggling, talking about any co-op game with two people, love it. It's going to have some puzzles in it. It's going to be great. I oh man, I love like the wor- the most scary thing for me is when I'm running and something is right behind me on my butt and my feet. A oh, man, my feet start moving. I'm like go 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 go. I, that's what I want. I want that. I feel like that game's gonna give it to me. I'm I'm totally down. Yes, uh, I agree with with point of horror games, which we're gonna have to have an episode dedicated for horror games. But that feeling, um, one of my favorites was was Outlast, and it did so good with the the concept that you can't fight back. It's if something happens, you better hide or run, go under something, and it has that that it go with the audio and the steps and sounds and stuff where you just like you always feel like you have to run um but i saw some gameplay of that stuff too and it was like so close on some like the getting away things is, is pretty cool uh i'll uh okay i'll go i'll go because you did number two brandy you had you said you had wash shadowlands right yes sir correct okay my number two pick is the ratchet and clank rift uh rift apart which is the clever name uh it looks beautiful and i'm not too I haven't played Ratchet Clank in a long time. I was always playing a little bit here and there, probably mostly at Brandon's house with his PlayStation. But Ratchet Clank is super cool. It's always been fun. It has the like the perfect definition to me of Ratchet and Clank is controlled chaos. I watched some of the trailers, and I immediately in you know the gameplay, I immediately had that feeling of like this is Ratchet and Clank. That's what it looked. That's what it feels like. You destroy stuff. There's like the the little nuts and bolts flying, like the money, like collecting everywhere. There's this going on over here. There's this going on over there. The gun is ridiculous. It shoots over here, but it's not messy. It's not it's not nasty. You, you can take you can pay attention to what you need to do, and it's exciting. There's it's it looked really cool. Um, yeah, that definitely. Got, I I honestly could like wrap my head around just saying like I will buy a new PlayStation to play Ratchet and Clank, and I haven't touched Ratchet and Clank in years um brandon i'm not going to say it but do you need to talk about this with our next pick yeah i'll go ahead and save it <laughs> there we go <laughs> no i i i talk it's not on my list it's not but man the controlled chaos perfect name for it you're totally right it looks smooth it's very pretty but it's it it looks like ration and clank it probably i guarantee you it feels like ration and clank and that's one of the, in my opinion, one of the most iconic, uh, like, adventure, like, kid games of that time. And I, and we're getting it, we're getting it again, and it looks awesome. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, well, we'll kick right into number one since we've all we've all touched base on it now. I'll hit it. Uh, my number one pick is Little Nightmares Two. So so far, that's the only thing that all three of us I think have said. Uh, I didn't say anything about Star Wars. Or the Call of Duty, um, but you had number three, Brandon, and Dakota had number two for Little Nightmares. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Bam. And I say number one, like that's that's a solid game. I think it got Let Me Be Real Cool and look at some notes that I might have left if I'm smart enough. And best Nintendo Switch game, Little Nightmares 2 by Bandai and Namco Entertainment. That's that's the uh, award given from uh, Gamescom, which their stuff is questionable. But uh, this one I agree with. So I'll say... Uh, yeah, big fan of horror games, like I just said, without last in other games. But it, I was looking into this, and as soon as they started talking about number one, I saw parts of it. I was like, because mm, I just didn't you know, have a switch or whatever it was on. But it's so cool. It's like a like a platform side scroller for those who haven't seen it or or heard of it or anything. Um, definitely a mix, like we said, Limbo meets Dark. If you've seen Dark, it's kind of a same thing, like a side scroller platform puzzle creepy uh, sort of game uh i'm proud of nintendo for putting this out for the switch and it's not it it's not gruesome from what i've seen so it would be okay for some kids but you know you think of nintendo and you think of mario mario party family games simple like lighthearted games and stuff but it's like a, a a just a twisted scary runaway game that had some play elements of it and i know the the second player there's a lady i think her name is six a little girl and she um she's ai now i would assume in two player that's who you take it over it's perfect little nightmares number two you can do co-op campaign together and play and do these puzzles and stuff uh it seems really really cool again and they nail it with they don't have to be super deep with all the graphics and they don't have to be crazy um with other aspects because it, it's it's dark, so they're covering a lot of like shading and stuff with with whatever light engines they're using. But in horror games, it's all it's it's really heavy about sound, and it was it, it's creepy. It has that that tone, and I was just watching it, and things there's like they meet like the butcher guy, and he's like cutting meat, and it sounds like he's cutting something nasty up there, and you try to run out, and he shoots at him, and they're running away, and all that. It looks without dragging on anymore, like I've already touched on. That's my number one pick, Little Nightmares Two. Uh, I'm I'm probably going to end up owning a Switch because of this and a PS5 because of Ratchet and Clank and, and just try to play my heart out on them. It looks awesome. It's I, definitely worth a number one spot. I, I agree totally. And um, it made me want to go play number one because I didn't even know about number one. When yeah, I, thought, I forgot when all I, about it. When they said two, I was like, there's, there's one before this? Right, right, yeah. Oh, Yes, guys, I recommend it. It's if Aaron, you know, you've seen Spirited Away. If you see, yes. if you play the first one, you watch the first one, you'll you'll definitely understand what I'm saying. When you said that, I felt it. Yeah, because you're smaller and it's bigger, kind of obscure, creepy looking things. So it's it, yeah. I was like, I get it. I feel that. Um, cool. So, uh, Dakota, go ahead. What is your all right numero uno? So my, my number one, if you've been, you've been listening to the episodes, you know how I feel about RTSs. I grew up on RTSs like Red Alert, Age oh, of Empires, StarCraft, and yes, I've been talking about it. It's Iron Harvest 1920. Uh, I've been following this game since it, since they were talking about it in Alpha. It's pretty great. It's from Deep Silver. If, if That's probably a familiar name. They created games like Saints Row, Dead Island, and the Metro Trilogy. Oh, hell. Um, okay. Yeah, right? And uh, so this is, again, I've talked about, but it's heavily influenced by uh, Company of Heroes, which is a very popular RTS of its time. And you play. You can play as three factions, the Saxony, the Rusviet, 
and the Polania is different uh, factions. It's all European inspired. They all have different mechs. Each each army has its strength and weaknesses, and you have to maintain it and to like maneuver around the battlefield. It looks great. Uh, each 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 faction has its own campaign, own story, its own heroes. I'm excited for it. Anyone else who plays RTSs is probably excited for it. The community seems pretty nice and hyped up. Uh, that's gonna yeah, that's still my number one pick because I was already hyped for it and I didn't know if they were gonna talk about it on Games GamesCon or not. And they did, and I, I was I was I was nerding out pretty hard. Hey Aaron, do you remember that book you gave me about the steam a steampunk book? It reminded me of this game a lot. It was like it's very steampunkish, and there was war, there was a war. The Leviathan. Yeah, no, I was yeah, gonna say yes. the only one I've yeah. had like that is Leviathan. Yeah. When I saw cool. this game, that's exactly what I thought. Was, oh, that's like that one book. Nice, because it has the mechs. Yeah, that's a big part of that book. Is the 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 boy learns to to drive and operate the mechs and stuff and fight. Um, yes, I have almost done with. I'm on the third book. It goes Leviathan, Behemoth, and Goliath, I think. And I've, like, touched Goliath maybe three times in the last, like, two years. And I'll, like, get a big chunk done and can't finish it. But that's that's paper entertainment. We're talking about video games. So don't <laughs> let me tear off into all that because I don't, I don't read. But I wanna, that's, I a, that's, a great, that's a great reference. Very good. Um, and I love steampunk stuff, and I looked into that um, a lot. And I do like RTSs. I haven't played one in a while um, other than, like, XCOM. So... That is something I from you. I'm excited about, and I've looked into myself, uh, and it's kind of, it's just yeah, steampunk, old school RTS. It hits a lot of my the the nails I want to get hammered on on interest points. So very cool. I like it. Right, it's got everything I enjoy. Steampunk, love it. RTS, love it. Art style's good. I, I'm all for it. Nice. I'm down. I can dig it. Brandon, hit me. All right. So before I say this, I just imagine. Some Sony employees get in a room, and they said, "We have the new PS5. Let's make. We have to show what the PS5 can do. What what game do we come out with?" And they chose Ratchet and Clank. This thing looks amazing. It's everything Ratchet and Clank is. Like you said, beautiful destruction. It looks so pretty. It's so. The environments just pop. And they, what they really want to show you is the power of the SSD drive in the PlayStation 5. You're pulling in between worlds in seconds, no load screens. And the the gameplay we saw was straight through, no stopping, no loading. Right. It yeah. looks absolutely insane. If you're a Ratchet and Clank fan, it's a must-buy. It will get me a PS5 on day one. I am absolutely excited, even though... They didn't give a release date for it. They said release window. I don't know what that means. It's a very broad term. I and am Spider-Man, I abs- said. Right. I am, same company, too, Insomniac. They are oh. killing it right now. Nice. This is the reason PlayStation 5 and Sony wins against Xbox. Because they, they, they throw punches. They don't sit back and let the Xbox build stuff. I am so excited. Um, Ratchet, yeah. there's never been a bad Ratchet and Clank game. So if even they also said if you haven't played one before, you're not missing nothing. Jump right in, have a good time. I'm absolutely excited. 
It deserves number one. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got for it. I got you. Yeah, that was my number two. Um, it, it, yeah, we're exactly what, we, what we've talked about. Um, and talking with, with Xbox and PlayStation, I'm hardcore Xbox. That's just what I've had and I've been comfortable with, with getting. But with the downfall of um, Halo Infinite coming short, and Xbox does not have very many arrows in their quiver to be shooting out for, for buyers to be getting these systems, and PlayStation does. We've talked about this with, with exclusives before. And Ratchet and Clank is a heavy hitter of theirs for PlayStation. And they're rolling hot out with that. Like it I don't see how Xbox is going to to not necessarily win close, but I think it's going to be a landslide of PlayStation 5 coming out because it just looks fantastic. And I couldn't tell you what else big, you know, that can compare to that with Xbox because it would have been infinite. But then what else? I don't know. Um, so that's yeah, pretty solid on the picks there, guys. It's good stuff. Yeah, GamesCon, the GamesCon this year was really nice. Uh, so we saw a lot of stuff that we didn't even know what was coming. We got more information on stuff that we knew what was heading out. And that that top five, I like the I like the list that we had today. If y'all have listeners, if y'all have you know y'all's own list, or y'all have questions about why we picked what we picked, go ahead and talk to us. We're on Facebook. Instagram, and get on, hop on our Discord. We can talk about stuff. Give us our, you give us your list. See what what what's your number one pick. We want to know. I I like the fact that there was so much variety. I had a couple different games. Aaron had a couple different games. Dakota had a couple different. I will say it looks like a little nightmare though. It's like the overall winner for us. I'm I, they did a great job. I know with COVID, I don't know, I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. It, <laughs> It really put a wrench in all these game events, but they blew it out of the park, and they're still going. I think they're doing four straight days of just ending games and a lot more stuff. So go check it out. IGN has good things about it because they're in partnership with them. They have their own website, bunch of YouTube videos. You should really go check it out. A bunch and bunch of stuff we didn't even get to. Yeah, I do have a little list here, and we can go over some of these that I wrote down of like honorable mentions and just stuff to look out at. That's why we're gonna just nail as much Gamescom stuff as we can here. Um, we're, I mean, you know, it might be over an hour, but it's okay. I do want to touch on uh, the list I mentioned earlier that they awarded. Now, you'll have to help me to know which one of these are out or not, and it's gonna talk about one game that I do want to talk about in that kind of genre of game style, which I've seen kind of come pretty pretty popular in these last couple months. Um, so this is the announced winners of some of these awards at Gamescom 2020. First one up, Best Action and Adventure Game, Watch Dogs Legion by Ubisoft. Is this a is this already out, or is this is a new game? This is a new Watch Dogs route. Like, there's not even gameplay of this yet. Or, I mean, you know, from um, what we've seen. Yeah, we've seen gameplay. Not here. I, I didn't see them at the show. Um, this is a game where you can control anyone in the environment. You can recruit them to your team. So if there's an old lady you want to play as that old lady, you can recruit her to your team. So it, it it's really going to be a good game. Um, I didn't see it at the show. It looks really fun. I think it comes out in a month or two. Probably mo- most things. Um, is that is Watch Dogs only a PlayStation game? No. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on all systems. No. Uh, okay. It's actually so. it's the third one. 
Uh, yeah. It's in, it was yeah. Sleeping Dogs. I don't know if it was the first or second. Right? Was it Sleeping Dogs? No. Um. So Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. So, I forgot what that name. Sleeping Dog yeah. was a good game though. That was the one where you're in the mafia as a cop, undercover yeah, cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was a hell of a game. Okay. That and that's what I was. I haven't played that. It's one of those two that I hear about and I kind of forget. I'm like, man, that sounds fun. I just haven't played it yet. Um, so that one, best action adventure game, these are weird because they're not like really out out yet, so I don't know where they're getting these from. Uh, next one I did want to talk about, best action game, so not action adventure game. Um, so just back, best action game, Star Wars Squadrons by Electronic Arts. Uh, oh, babe. Yeah, let's, let's, let's freaking hit this thing out of the park real quick. So I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars. I think it's cool. But... The spaceships and stuff are freaking sick, and that that uh, other than you know, Star Fox can relate the best. That kind of space battle kind of gaming um, is, is not huge platform. And now, so they're coming out with this. I have someone. I feel bad. I wish I could could say his say his name and remember the name of the game he's making. I've watched this guy develop this for almost like the last year. Um, out of like Unreal to where it is now with his team, and it's it's like this. It's like a space ship uh, you know pick your fighter change the color change the guns uh, all that stuff uh, fighting game and there's another one i wanted to hit off on some indie games but i'll, I'll talk about it now it's called uh, starpoint gemini 3 if y'all saw anything about that um it's the same kind of thing it's a spaceship fighter shooting you know that kind of air battle game but in space so that's coming out too this that that um I, uh, other than just action but i guess aerial action fighter game has become really popular these last few months um and coming out you know i think star wars is supposed to come out oh was i cool did i write it down oh spring out spring 2021 but did you i mean what mm. else feels on this i did see that you play actually on both sides back and forth yes i don't want to be the uh squadrons come out in october of this year october okay well that's even better Squadron's yeah. going to be fun. Um, it's mainly going to lean the multiplayer heavy. They said there's going to be a story, but it's going to be a short story. I think they're only charging 40 bucks for it. I think it's going to be VR, too. And If it is VR yes. on PlayStation, I will be getting it. They also said no microtransaction at first. They may add it later. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> Who doesn't want to yeah, fly yeah. around? Yeah. As a, as a starfighter, it is. I uh, think it's brilliant. It's, I think it's Sorry. one of the better things uh, EA has spit out in, the, in in a while. Uh, when and when it comes to like the 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 aerial fighting, you know, we had like a lot of like Normandy games back then, and like Ace Fighter games, and it's it was kind of difficult to like get the full feel of it. But now Star Wars, people love Star Wars. You know, it's the VR when it. I, I just want to be in a cockpit. You know, and it's so immersive, and it does seem like it's going to be more. Uh, it could be like PvP based with the game. I forgot what the game mode's called, but I know kind of know details about it. Uh, but I'm excited for it. I've talked to other people who are excited for it. I I would definitely I would definitely get it. Yeah, it looks it looks awesome, um, and that's what uh, what games they they award for best action game. Um, Touch off again. Best indie game they awarded Curious Expedition 2. Um, I, I looked into that a little bit. I 
I didn't think it was all that great compared to some of the other simple indie games. Um, the big thing with it between Curious Expedition 1, which got a lot of awards, was the graphics. Uh, the graphics on number two are uh, kind of more cartoony, animated, like hand-drawn, which gives more details to things, but it's, it's just different. It's kind of like Civilization. There's a big map to explore, and when you get to certain points, you kind of discover more, like the clouds kind of fade away, like hexagony kind of shaped map. Um, it, it's, it looks really deep, but it is an e-game. Um, I don't know. It's okay. They gave that best uh, best indie game award. Microsoft uh, Best Microsoft Xbox game was Tell Me Why that just came out. Looks neat for a story. Um, and then Best Nintendo Switch game, Little Nightmares 2. Again, these things are still like not necessarily played. They might have had some exclusive or, or, you know, content that they could play or get into. Obviously, there's gameplay going around for it. Um, and then Best Sony PlayStation game, Cyberpunk 2077. Huge thing going on, CD Projekt, you know, red, but it's not like out, out yet. But this is just what they, a little list that they had I wanted to share. Pretty cool. If you're a new, if you're a new game coming out, you know you're not going to win game of the year. Cyberpunk's going to win game of the year. You're fighting for second. Um, it's cyber, you just say the word cyberpunk and you automatically win a reward. I can't wait for that yeah. game. N- it's, no- it's really hyped. That yes. might be the first game where we all get it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I might actually spend some money on, on a game and get it. Uh, and then uh, let's just touch off on a couple of these, and I want to hit a couple of small indie games, and we'll get into the the, uh, the quiz for you guys. So Dragon Age was mentioned. Uh, two things. Don't you hate it when you're excited about a game and they're like, here's the release about it and you go to watch that trailer pop it up and there's not a single damn play of gameplay it's like a cinematic trailer with this i I will care more about the developers talking that's a little more interesting but i hate when it's just a cinematic thing and you have no idea what the game actually plays and looks like i i'm okay i understand what you're saying i understand if it's far away like hey this is how we're going to show you we're working on it but Dragon Age, they didn't even have a cinematic trailer for it. They're just like, hey, I'm standing by a river. I want to let you know that I'm working on this game. Yeah. I, I don't care yeah. who you are. They they showed some stuff, some action, like uh, plays off of, I guess, just the development screens out of, like, I assume Unreal or, or Unity or whatever they're using. Uh, like some, some uh, face structure and, like, animation, like assets and stuff they're using for the construction of the players and all that. But, um... That's neat. Something to at least be touched and talked about. It's got a huge fan base. It's coming out. It's going to be so deep. They're building like what what would be equivalent to pretty much like Skyrim. Like it has its own fauna, its own world. Like these are specific. It's its own deep world. So that that's really cool. Um, and I've got I don't know anything Dakota interesting you want to tee off before I uh I got like a little list of small indie things that I I kind of thought were interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're not, we're not really able to go over everything that was talked about. Um, I'm sure there's like, like there's plenty of honorable mentions, uh, but on my side of the floor, n- uh, nothing really else. I had, I had the ones that I was excited for and everything else looked great and I'd probably do more research on it, but I, I got nothing else. Okay. Okay. There's a couple that I, I found interesting. Uh, Dirt 5, it, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, Quantum Air. And the new Doom expansion. Um, besides that, a bunch of ending things. Oh, Crash 4. Can't forget about Crash 4. Oh. 
he says. Okay, oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about that. All right. Uh, my little list here of indie, indie touch and goes. I did have struggling on here. <laughs> that looks so awesome. I will play that. Look, yes. Oh, um, uh, and they have a, a Fall Guy Season 2 coming out. Watch out, world. It's hitting, hitting uh, little hearts everywhere. They just said, hey, we are working on one. We all knew you were working on one. Right. What are you not like? Oh, oh, you weren't you weren't working on anything, and you're just been at the office like, oh, I guess we should do something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, struggling. Um, there's a game called Cloudpunk. If y'all saw any bit of this, uh, it looked really neat um, because it has some remembrance to me of one of my favorite movies. Uh, but it's called, it's like somewhat open from what I could see from the trailer. The people in it are kind of animated weird they have like long legs um kind of blocky bodies but what it is from what i pick up is kind of in the future like way in the future i guess and there's a city that you're trying to run errands and figure out something um it didn't look like any shooting but just kind of like a mystery game i guess but i think you're like a a taxi driver or something like that and dakota if you saw this trailer like it looks like fifth element which is one of my favorite movies of all times but yes uh i know what you're talking about yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> yes, yeah, it looks like Fifth Element pretty much, and like a twist off that. Like someone that was like their heart idea, and they're like, oh, "I'm gonna make a game about this. this is sweet." So uh, there's that guy. We already t- talked about uh, Starpoint Gemini and that kind of space aerial fighting thing that's kind of becoming popular right now. Uh, and there's like a simple game called Windjammers Two. I never heard of Windjammers One, but Windjammers Two, it's like extreme air hockey almost. But instead of like the hand paddles, you have a player. So I guess you have a special that you use, and it's just it's like top down, um, kind of just cartoon style animation. It's real short, like it looks super fast paced and fun, and you just like fight and battle, and you do your special and throw your little air hockey disc to try to hit their goal. And if they stop it, you get more like it just looks so fast paced to be worth mentioning, uh, and, and enough like simplicity to play probably in and out real quick. Um, and that's all it just is everything that went on with, with Gamescom, you know, so much, but duly noted guys go through this, check any things, any of these things out. Um, and it'll be, it'll be something interesting. Right on. Yeah. Very. All right. So with that said, any, any last touches on things before we get into this, uh, before we get into the quiz? No, uh, yeah, definitely watch it. What you can, um, YouTube, there's YouTube videos on all of this, um, and a lot of people, we have our top 10, someone else is going to have another top 10, they might align with yours more, but it, it was a very broad, uh, broad area of games, so you should really be able to find something that you like. Definitely. All right, guys, let's wrap this up real quick. I got a quick quiz for us, something real, covering such a big amount of games, I thought it'd be fun to go through some of the biggest open map, open world games. So I'll have two choices, and you get to pick one, and I'll tell you which one is the winner between these two. And we'll get down to the last two, and they have the biggest map. And it's kind of ridiculous. You'll see how it goes. Some is simple, but massive. First up, we have Xenoblade Chronicles uh, X or 10, or Just Cause 3, which has the bigger map. Ooh. Ooh. I never, um, I never played that garbage first game, so let's go uh, Just Cause. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I, I never, that's, yeah, unfair. I've never played Zone Chronicles. I do know, I have seen Just Cause. Never played Just Cause, but I will go with Just Cause 3. I'm pretty sure that map is honk. Honk, indeed it is. Just Cause 3 rounds up about 400 square miles of uh, cubic game playage. Uh, Chronicles just has about 155. Up next, Final Fantasy 15 or The Crew, which is that online racing game. Huh. Now, I don't know too much about The Crew, but if you do know, you might... I don't know, it might help. I would have to go Final yet. Fantasy. I... I want to go with... I'll go with the crew. The crew wins. The crew is actually... Uh, being online, it actually has the entire like nation map, like the U.S. map. Uh, if you try to drive Oof. coast to coast... If you drive coast to coast on that game, it takes almost an hour. Uh, Final Fantasy has about 750 square miles. The crew, 1,900. Up next, Elder Scrolls 2, Daggerfall, Old School, or Fuel that hardcore, like, race anything, anywhere kind of game. Give me fuel, give me fire. Sorry, Metallica. <laughs> you can edit that uh, out. <laughs> I, 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 do pl- I remember playing Fuel, and yes, I'm going to go with Fuel. I enjoyed that game. I would go Fuel, too. Negative. Fuel is a procedurally really? generated, you know, map game. It's very huge, about the size of Connecticut, actually, uh, uh, boasts about 7,000 square miles. Elder Scrolls being such an old game, um, but they just laid everything down. It's around 63,000, 60,000 square miles of, wow. of actual everything to cover and play. Now, that being said, these next two are, you'll understand, but a bit of a stretch, but still worth noting. We're going to go between Spore and No Man's Sky. Which one of these galactic games <laughs> will take the most time to touch every inch of their creation. Now, isn't uh, it, they're never ending, go, aren't they? Uh, no, but um, I have this is this is a little unfair. I have done research about this, and I'll talk about it after fact. But I will go with No Man's Sky. Yeah, I'll go <laughs> No Man's Sky too. Right. So the only thing rolling good with No Man's Sky was pretty much that it was like endless exploration. Spore is pretty huge. It's got about, like, I don't know where these stats came from because they're both pretty much just, like, generated. Four to 5,000 galaxies. They all got about 120,000 planets. So if you visited 10 planets a day on Spore, it'd take you about 35, 40 years to get all that covered. Uh, no Man's Sky. It's got 255,000 galaxies. I'm sorry, 255 galaxies around about that, again, because they're kind of all generated. Um, with each one has almost almost an endless amount of, of stars around those that you can discover. So pretty much No Man's Sky is an endless amount of map to touch because the procedurally, yes. pro, however you say that freaking word, generated stuff, it, it was huge in that game. Um, but yes, so it's almost unfair. Minecraft is also in there uh, as one of the dimensionals. It's like a like one point something billion square miles, like six t- size the earth or something, but it's, you know, it's out of reach now. Like memory's not an issue with games. They can just make it infinite if they wanted to. All right, guys. Uh, anything important to note on that Dakota with these guys, anything uh, mentions? Yeah, you no, know? yeah, no, no man's sky, even though it was hyped for a long time and at launch, it was kind of trash. Uh, it has gotten better, but the, yeah, the, the size of it is insane. I just looked up some numbers. Uh, it's like 18 quintillion worlds and it would take you 585 billion years to see every single world. Yeah. Just, like how, it's 
yeah, it's it's definitely it's like world record breaking, like it's insane, and it's kind of hard to argue because like I'm pr I think Minecraft is technically infinite or it might not be because it just keeps generating, you know. Right. But like No Man's Sky, that it's a that's a solid get like universe, like it is that. It's not like random. It is that. It just won't load all of it. Right. So right. it's it's so it's ridiculous. I think it comes to the point is like what's better, a game that's smaller, but is the developers are literally touching every single uh, foot of it, or something big generated, where it can be randomized, but it could also be garbage areas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It there's so much it adventure game, small story. What it you know, which is the greatness of the games that can be, so. Guys, we covered so much. Proud of all of you so much. Y'all get gold stars. You're getting a race. Uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you, listeners, for, for carrying on. If you have any feedback or something that you think should have been mentioned that we forgot, check us out on the Discord. Send us an email, uh, the game chatter, game chat, R, at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good jazz. I'll have some links to that below in the description here. We appreciate it so much. Stay tuned for episode Five coming shortly to a headset speakers near you. All right, guys. Adios. Deuces. Bye, guys. Oh.